Hello, welcome back. As you'll hear today, you being here means more to me than you could know. To start off this episode, episode 14, I want to know something. Is anyone else feeling a little bit blah lately? I woke up on a recent weekend morning without any desire to do anything. And really, all I wanted to do was either stay in bed or lounge around all day eating food that was not prepared by me. Have you been there before? It's not that much fun. Not that I have anything against eating delicious food that's not prepared by me, but it really doesn't do much to help me grow as a leader. In today's episode, we're going to unpack some strategies that have seemed to work for me and that, honestly, I keep seeing repeated over and over again in all the articles I read about how to regain your motivation when your world's been turned upside down. Please note, I am not a health professional, and although these strategies have worked for me, they are not meant to be a replacement for care from a mental health professional. This episode is for leaders who are in the ground phase of our leadership development path. And again, if you have no idea what I'm talking about, please go back to episode five. What we're going to be talking about today is foundational work that you'll need to be able to carry into the other phases of growing your leadership and then giving from your leadership to others. If you're new here, or even if you're a regular listener, let's take a minute to reconnect about why Moms That Lead exists. Hey there, are you ready to jump off the hamster wheel and finally listen to that voice inside that says you were meant for more? Are you ready to replace overwhelm with calm and clarity, self-doubt with confidence, and mom guilt with connection? Then you're in the right place. I made this podcast just for you. Welcome to the Moms That Lead podcast, where we know that moms have a unique ability to be world changers and that leadership is not about position. But instead, just like John Quincy Adams said, if your actions inspire others to dream more, learn more, do more, and become more, then you are a leader. I'm Terry Schmidt, your host and leadership mentor, determined to bring you the inspiration, motivation, and practical tips to help you live your best life. I'm a corporate leader and coach turned nonprofit founder. My family's journey to completing an Ironman triathlon changed my life forever, and I want to be your friend on the journey to gain the clarity, confidence, and connection that I gained from that experience. So if you're ready to ditch mom guilt and activate your strengths, Let's jump in. So today is all about motivation, about how to get past that blah feeling. But before we do that, let's dig into why that blah feeling might even exist. Especially in 2020, let's take stock of our current situation. First of all, many of us have a lot less activity on our calendars. We also have less opportunities for connection. Although I will say we're all getting really good at using video conferencing through tools like Zoom or FaceTime but that's just not the same. Those two factors can lead to less extrinsic motivation, meaning motivation that comes from outside of us. If I look at my life, pre-pandemic, we had a lot of Stronger to Serve events. Stronger to Serve is our nonprofit, if you haven't heard about it yet. I would lead a lot of events where I would have families coming in, and I would be leading them through activities, getting active, and volunteering in the community. I would get to see their smiling faces, having fun, and perhaps my favorite thing to do, I would get to look into the eyes of little kids and see them grow bigger as I told them about 
the kids that they were serving and about how happy the work that they were doing that day would be making others. So I don't have much of that anymore, even though we're adapting to the new world. Also, for me, races have been canceled. Talk about a big extrinsic motivation factor. There's really nothing better than running toward a finish line with a crowd of people cheering for you. One form of extrinsic motivation that I do get to have that I mentioned earlier is looking at the podcast metrics. I get to see how many of you have subscribed, how many of you have downloaded episodes, and that gets me excited because as those numbers grow, it just means that we at Moms That Lead have a chance to impact even more women. So thank you for that. But the fact of the matter is we have a lot less extrinsic motivation. Maybe for you, you have less ability to lead meetings at work in person, where people's body language can give you the sense that you're making an impact and give you the boost of energy when things get hard. Whatever your situation is, you likely are experiencing less extrinsic motivation. And the problem is that we can't rely on memories of extrinsic motivation to keep us going because the memory of the reward we got doesn't necessarily motivate us to do that particular task again. It doesn't really last that long. And if you've ever used extrinsic rewards, sometimes even bribes, in your parenting, you know what I mean. Just because your child cleaned their room one time to get the reward doesn't mean that the next time they're going to do the same thing. So what can we do? Well, my first tip And the one that honestly has been most helpful for me has been to do all that I can to rely not on extrinsic motivation or motivation from outside of me, but intrinsic motivation, motivation that comes from within, motivation that comes when you find a way to get joy or satisfaction just out of the act of doing whatever task you're doing. And that type of motivation has everything to do with knowing your why or your purpose. Check out episode four or our Reset with Purpose mini course that you can find in the show notes to better understand how we at Moms That Lead define purpose. But if you haven't done that yet, let's just think of it as your why. A friend posted a Brendan Bouchard quote recently that made this point very clear to me. It said, you didn't lose your motivation. You stopped focusing on what you were fighting for. So I'll ask you. What are you fighting for? What really matters to you? What is that future that you're envisioning? And who are you in that future? If you're a loyal listener, and if you saw my recent Instagram video titled, Do You Agree? You know my answers. You know that I'm fighting for a world where our communities are full of strong, healthy, compassionate leaders. A future that comes about because every person knows that everyone has value and that each person has a unique purpose or spark that their community needs. In a world where everyone does all they can to protect their physical, mental, and spiritual health so that they are able to share their unique sparks. In that future, I'm leading that movement by example, and I'm able to courageously be my true self in all settings. Because I finally believe that God loves me so much that he knows the number of hairs on my head. And that actually means something for my day-to-day life. And somehow, if I keep that vision in mind, no matter how nice sitting in bed, being fed food that wasn't prepared by me sounds, it doesn't really have much to do with getting me closer to that vision. So I'll ask you again, what are you fighting for? What really matters to you? 
What is your future that you're envisioning? And who are you in that future? The last question is a big one for motivation. Who are you in that future? Who do you want to be? James Clear, in his book Atomic Habits, talks about answering that question and then, instead of waiting for the future to become that person, finding small ways to be that person right now. He calls it identity-based habits. For example, if in the future you really want to be a friend who stays connected, then set a small goal of calling one friend each Saturday, right now. That action becomes proof to yourself that you are a friend who stays connected, which makes it easier to continue to grow habits related to that identity. I know I've mentioned it before, but I highly recommend his book, and I'll link the posted excerpt from his book in which he talks about identity-based habits in the show notes. One last thing about this tip. Experts have found that there's an even bigger motivation, not to mention an added mental health benefit, if your why centers on helping others, which is another reason why our last phase of our leadership development path is give. We are the best version of ourselves and the most impactful leaders when we focus on enabling others to be their best selves. So that's tip number one. My next tip for improving or rediscovering our motivation has a lot to do with something that we talked about last week. When the world feels completely out of control, motivation can suffer as we feel like throwing up our hands because sometimes it feels like none of our efforts are really going to have any impact. Have you ever felt like that? I know I've gone through periods where I feel like that, and it's not much fun at all. So what can we do in that situation? As we talked about last week, Focus on at least one thing each day that you can control. For many people, creating a morning routine that they repeat day after day satisfies that need and helps to ground the whole day, giving them momentum and motivation to keep moving forward. If that doesn't work for you, maybe you're not so much a morning person. What is a time that you know you're likely to have some time to consistently repeat a habit? Maybe it's committing to take a 10-minute walk in the middle of the day or after dinner. Maybe it's committing to journal a few minutes before you go to sleep. The important thing is that the chance that you're going to be able to repeat that practice day after day is pretty high. Just having that small feeling of control can do wonders for your motivation for other tasks that you need to get done. The third tip for finding our motivation has to do with focus. Has anyone else found it difficult to focus in 2020? I was thinking about why this might be. During a time when we have less scheduled activities, why is focus such a struggle? And I came to the realization that, at least for me, it's been a year when the news headlines more than any other time directly affect my life and my personal routines, which I think gives me a greater hypersensitivity to the news, leading to me constantly checking and seeing what the latest headline is. And all that I get out of that, and all that you probably get out of that, is procrastination and anxiety, followed by a lack of motivation. So again, what do we do? Well, there are a lot of experts on focus and productivity out there, but let's keep it simple here. Figure out one or two big things that are getting in the way of you focusing. If that's the news or social media, use an app or a built-in feature in your phone to limit your time checking the news and checking social media. 
I know that for iPhone users, it's extremely simple. You can even do that directly in your screen time settings without downloading anything extra. If you can control focus time to make progress on even just one important task, it can make a world of difference for your motivation. And that can come to you by simply setting limits, whether using willpower or technology, on those obstacles that are getting in the way of your focus. And finally, our last tip has really nothing to do with being motivated. It's about, as I said in a recent video that I posted in our Instagram stories, just jumping into the pool. Or as Nike says, just do it. The fact of the matter is we're not always going to feel motivated. As Jeff Hayden said in his book, The Motivation Myth, motivation isn't something you have. Motivation is something you get automatically from feeling good about achieving small successes. You see, sometimes you just have to jump in or get started. And that small action, sticking with a commitment you made to yourself or to others, naturally generates more motivation. I know I talk about this a lot, but this tip for me particularly applies when I'm looking at fitness activities. Sometimes I just have to get started. This last Sunday, I did not want to listen to the alarm that got me up early to go for a long run. But after I did it, it completely rewrote my day. I was calm, positive, and motivated to do more positive behaviors the rest of the day. But it's not just for fitness activities. I've seen this work in many other situations. What is something in your life that you just need to get started with? Even if it's not perfect, you just need to take that first or second step to get the ball rolling. I believe if you do take that step, you'll find that the motivation to continue will naturally come. Listen, times are tough, and there are going to be days that we just feel like spending a little extra time in bed. So let's commit to give ourselves some grace. But the reality is that your community needs you now more than ever. It needs you to keep taking steps, even baby steps, forward to become the leader you were created to be. So I hope that these simple tips will help to get you unstuck. First, figure out what you're fighting for, the future you envision, and who you want to be in that future. When you lack motivation, think about that purpose and take a small step in that direction. Expect an extra motivation boost if your purpose is focused on helping others. Second, find something in your daily schedule that you can control and repeat that habit consistently day after day. Third, use technology to help you limit or tune out the anxiety-causing, distracting news of the day so that you can have more focus. And fourth, when all else fails, just jump into that pool The act of getting started brings its own motivation. What motivation tips do you have? What's worked for you during challenging times? I'd love for you to visit us over on Instagram at WeAreMomsThatLead and let us know. Let's share our tips and help get each other through these difficult times. And mark your calendars for next week when my guest goes even deeper with our first tip. It truly is an inspirational episode that I hope you won't miss. Until next time, lead with love.